You are aware everyone can hear you breathing into the blank screen. Me? Yeah. I have a deviated septum. So I don't know what to say. Here we are, live, pop-up episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We hope Mom is listening. Did Who you text else her? would be listening? Who else would be listening other than Mom? I, I don't, there's a few people listening, according to what I see on my side. But here we are. I know, we're, but you, I didn't even, but I didn't see you like announce this on. No, I didn't. Instagram. This is like, normally this is, you like warn people so people can know. This is I knew what was happening because I put. I put some makeup on because I knew it was happening. <laughs> this is this is a low key pop up. This is a little bit of a test, a little bit of a test run. We're actually live on on I'm trying Instagram to watch and LinkedIn for our first time ever. Okay, I don't want to offend anyone, live? but that's so dumb. Like when you texted us, I thought you were joking. <laughs> that's like a resume place. Like if you're going in there to watch TV, you have a you need a no, job. But here's here's my <laughs> here, here's my pitch. Maybe please go ahead. Maybe you are um maybe you are at work, you're bored, you're looking for a new job, and oh look, we got the notification. We are live on Instagram. You're bored. Lily Corman joined. You're live. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for a new job. And then, boom, there is a pop-up that happens that says, oh, Friday Night Movie is live on LinkedIn. Usually, it's like a think tank event or some sort of professional self-help thing. So this way, you you know, you're at work, you're looking at LinkedIn, but what are you really doing? You're having fun with us, talking about movies and stuff. Yeah. Right, like you can say to the boss, like, oh, sorry, I have to watch a seminar on linkedin right now exactly yeah and it's and it's live so anyways let's let's get into let's get into the show wait wait wait. before we get in i have a question if we're recording this live do we also have to release a new episode for tomorrow this is our our new episode this is our our episode so in this case if you don't catch it live you can just listen to the yeah that's the case with I love this is how just Becky like no tightrope. Entirely know how to use a computer, uh, though. Rebecca's like, wait. So everything that gets oh, this leads me to live, my story. I don't need to know how to use a computer. Other people use them for me. I want okay? you to know that I'm I that had, type of fancy. I want lady. you to know that I had someone ask me today if Becky was just ignoring them on Instagram, and I'm like, no. I'm confident she doesn't know how to use the messages in Instagram. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Wait, okay, wait, wait, this leads me to my story. This leads our me. opening story. Perfect. Perfect lead to my story. I feel like I'm story. being ambushed. I wanted yes. to say right now. I feel this like this is a I'm perfect segue. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to tell you this. So a little while back, a colleague of like a friend of ours, let's say, started a chat on WhatsApp with the four of us. <laughs> and so me, you, Becky, and this person. Okay? Okay. Um, let's call this... Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to say Andra, our friend Andra. 
started a chat of the four of us. And I get a notification on my WhatsApp that Andrew started a group. You're invited, like you're in this group. And, you know, as we have a very famous, every family has a famous chat, right? And friends have, you know, all kinds of like you and Becky and Vlad have like all kinds of like crazy names for your chats and like inside yeah. jokes from Arlington or whatever. And um, <laughs> Becky and me and Halsa have inside jokes from Tenerife. And it's like so fun. And the name of this chat is Andra, Shy, and Becky. And for a little while now, I've been like, she just forgot to put my, like, she forgot to put my name in the chat. So, <laughs> like or in the name, in the name of in the, the name chat. Of like the she, chat. Like she titled the well, chat. It's hard to Andrew, see all Andrew, the and Becky. Right. She titled it Andrew, Shy, and Becky, and you were left off of the title, like the, 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 the title of the group. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so. You were invited to be in it. Yeah. I mean, right. Like you have I, your chat I, with your cousins. It's Grey's Anatomy, but there are people who on that who can't possibly watch that show. Right, exactly. But the fact is that it's not every name of the cousins in the chat. It's just Grey's Anatomy. This one was the names of the people in the chat, which sometimes it's like Lily, Becky, and someone, or like you could you do that sometimes. My point is that are Corman's and a fourth person or something. So I was like thinking, I was like, is this chat something that the three of them had previously and added me to? <laughs> When they were like, Entirely after a possible. while, they were like, oh, shit, we should add Lily. <laughs> that's happened many times. Yeah. Or is this... But that's because Lily that she, doesn't have a phone that uses iMessage. It doesn't matter. This is not an app-related issue. Okay? I mean, it's 100% an app-related issue. Okay, go you ahead. sit down. You sit I down. I just feel like you and I are... Absolutely, one hundred percent equal right now. Yes. Okay. I just like it. Hold on a second. A few weeks. Tony Tony Dabish, one of the founders of the All yes. Take Two podcast, he just said hello. I usually listen to the podcast at one point seven five speed. You all sound very different. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's you know hilarious. what? Lily's Thank story could be put up to at least two point five speed. No, you, if you wouldn't keep interrupting me, but I, I could one tell more interruption, the story. Which is that okay. all this story proves is that you and I are equally dumb. Not that I am dumber than you. I'm going to prove clear. the latter. One second. <laughs> so. I, a few weeks ago, say to Becky, hey, do you think she just forgot to add my name or do you guys had a secret chat and then like added me later? And Becky was like, no, I, she must have just forgot. But Lily, who cares? And I was like, I don't care. I just noticed it. <laughs> and I just thought it was a bit weird. Becky's like, yeah, whatever. Then Becky, this is like two weeks ago. <laughs> Becky yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before on Monday? I think it was. Becky sends me a screenshot of the chat and she goes, Lily, it's, it's just the way a chat appears. If you don't give it a title. Cause mine says Andra shy and Lily and no Becky. Cause she's in it. And that just be like the default for WhatsApp because she must've not titled it. And I was like, oh. And then Becky's like, because I definitely looked at the chat and was like, what a bitch. Lily changed my name. She changed the title and kicked me out. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe she retitled oh, it so and Lily, left wait, my name out. Did you retitle out. it? Did you retitle it? No. No, it, look no. on yours. On yours, it'll say Andrew, Lily, and Becky. 
So the way I figured it Hold out is I went to go message the group. Oh, yeah, it does say that. Oh. First of all, like how a big did you moment. not notice? You, how did you not notice your name isn't in the title? You weren't offended? I don't know. No, I literally <laughs> don't spend time. I spend most of my life muting WhatsApp chats. So, first of all. so the best was that Becky was like, admitted to me making fun of her. Right. So the first text she's so making dumb. fun of, she's like, you idiot. That's just what the default title is. Oh, and but then, then she's she... like, but I 100% thought that you <laughs> kicked me out of the title. And that gave me an opportunity to bring up something to Becky I've been meaning to bring up. And I go, Beck, it's making me wonder, you know, no criticism, but why did you change your WhatsApp picture? Like your profile picture? Oh, bet what? And Becky she's changed like, her profile what picture? did you? Yes. What do you mean? It was a camera for many years. For a camera for many, many years. Many years. How many, let's say, I'm going to say, I don't know how long WhatsApp has been around. Ten, ten, ten years. Ten years that Becky's had this. And I noticed that the ca- the other day the camera was gone and it was, it was something else. And she was like, what do you mean? And I go, your profile picture. And she goes, no, I didn't. And I go, yes, you did. And if you clicked on the picture. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be in my pants. <laughs> People are going to be very sad. They missed this live Lily peeing in her pants. Lily, we're going to call this episode. Lily peed on her pants live. Live on it uh, doesn't take very much, but <laughs> dude, if you clicked on the picture, it's a picture of a package with your address, <laughs> my address on it, and my name, my name getting something delivered to your house with your full address for the world to see on her WhatsApp. <laughs> And I was like, who's the dummy now? She didn't even. <laughs> my kids use my phone a lot. It's entirely possible. They clicked a bunch of buttons oh and changed God. it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm anyway, then I got very anxious about the fact that I've been broadcasting <laughs> my address. Or but with my name. Well, first of all, so both of you use my address for everything. I get packages for both of uh, you all the time. My like, And my kids walking around the house going like, oh. I bet somebody's sending dildos every time <laughs> oh, one arrives. Oh my god! So I don't. I guess Becky. I don't know why she even had that picture, but she didn't know that that was her profile picture. She I since changed it. it. What's my yeah. picture now? <laughs> she since really changed it, but I don't remember. I, it was the best comeuppance of her trolling me that I could have ever been like given. I, I like do, you I never even see your own. You have to go to your settings to then see your own picture. Oh, now it's a picture of a tiny little clay pizza one of my kids made. It's very cute. Well, that is nice. Becky's like amazing um, at using Google Docs. Like screw up using Google Docs around Becky. She will tear you apart. But I know, like, that's I got, it. Any other but that's it like that's worth i still on curse someone out the other day for putting the wrong share settings <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's where it ends and begins mm-hmm. um shy i thought so that that's a great that's a, that's a perfect that. way to opening making fun of becky which is i think a real real rare thing 
for this show. Mm -hmm. But we did watch a movie. We did watch a movie this week. We did commit to watching more movies in general. Uh, And we watched a movie. All three of us watched the same movie. Right in time. Right in time for the Golden Globes and for it to win two that I know of. I don't know if they won other Golden Globes, but The Holdovers, uh, directed by Alexander Payne, produced by uh, writer Dave David Hemmingson, Bill Block, and Mark Johnson, and starring Paul Giamatti, who won a Golden Globe, uh, Dominic Sessa, who I think was amazing as the yeah. young kid, yeah. and then mm-hmm. Devine Joy Randolph, who also won. You also have Carrie Preston, um, and Carrie Preston, who is in The Good Wife, who plays the... And Elspeth. True Blood. Elspeth. She's on True Blood. She's I, know. True Blood. I don't watch that show. Elspeth. And then the great, I think one of the standouts, and we'll get into this, Jim Kaplan. Who was yes. fantastic yeah. as like, Eugene Park? It's great in that movie. I mean, my only critique of the movie is there should have been more, more, more yeah. Jim, more Jim Kaplan. It's really the holdover, singular. That so no, that, because no, because Paul Giamatti is also Paul Giamatti is a holdover, and, and, and Mary's like, a holdover. And Mary's a holdover. It's the three of them. Oh, okay, I, I thought it was. It's, there's to a the little student. bit of confusion in that there's a group of students, and then. Some of the students get to leave. They disappear. Yeah. Although someone said that to me. They said, they're there until they're not. I'm like, oh, my God. Is something going to happen to them? <laughs> they just <they're, laughs> they just leave partway through the movie. And then it's really it, about. It's a great vehicle because it makes the pain of being the only one much worse. Yes. Yes. It it's really well like, done. it's bad enough right. to be the it's, only it's, one left there on think, Christmas. But At first you think yeah. it's going to be this breakfast club a bunch of kids in a stuffy school with a teacher maybe they'll do some pranks and then they take all of the kids friends away right away right right yeah even after he's like been very sweet and kind to jim kaplan's character you think oh maybe they're gonna everyone goes everyone leaves him right and and so um and i thought i thought this was a beautiful movie like this is an immediate buy for me i watched it with my kids who really loved it. Um, it's R-rated, but I don't know why, because it has some bad what? words. I don't know. Does I think it it's have a bad R-rated. word? Yeah, I don't know. But I thought it was it was beautiful. I think it's it R-rated for the 70s, because it takes place in the 70s. So they Well, really that was made kind of a neat rating. thing, the way the movie opens with, like, the 70s style. Yeah, the whole thing mm-hmm. and the credits cards, and everything, everything like is really leaning into a period it, piece. There. It was it was it was very cool. Okay, overall impressions, uh, Lily. What were your overall impressions of this movie? Um, I loved it. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed seeing so many new actors. Like I, I, it was just so fun. Like that was my first impression. I mean, I loved it. It was beautiful. But I, I think something I take away from it was the all the new actors that I hadn't seen before. And I was saying this to Shy before. Uh, Beck, I was like, I love Jeremy Allen White, and I have Shy and I've been championing him from the beginning of Shameless. But it's like enough, like sit down, give somebody else a chance. I feel like he's in everything, <laughs> and so it's and, and I love him. But it's so nice to see new actors and everybody in this movie is so excellent. Um, that was that was really cool. Yeah, and what's you know what's great about a director like Alexander Payne that because he's so it, you know, he's made so many incredible films that have so much acclaim, right? He has that ability, has that power to like put Paul Giamatti as the star and then fill out the cast with all of these unknowns and still have his movie have so much reach. 
Um, and I think it's just, it, it's so rare these days to see even a, you know, like a non, like, you know, to, to for, 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 to, to see movies that are going to have, you know, decent budgets and, and campaigns and like the, the holdovers was in theaters, you know, something like that and have it not just be all the same faces that you see. So it's, it was, it's really, it's really special in that way. I, I totally agree. Um, I, I thought the the production, I thought like the production design, there were like so many little details that I really loved. I hope you all caught, and I was able to point this out to my kids because they really wanted to see this movie. So like, it was cool for them from the get go. And that they show the Frank Zappa, Mona Lisa poster is in the background. There's a mothers of invention, Frank Zappa poster where his face is pasted over or like painted over the Mona Lisa's yeah. in the background. And I was like, kids, see? Frank Zappa's in a cool movie. <laughs> I'm so happy. I really, I I really like the, I really like the costumes. I'll say that for a detail. Oh, I, really I mean, the that. details really were, beautiful. you just like, beautiful period. And, and I, re- something I will say that Mary's character, um, played by, Div- um, oh my God, Divine. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Mary's character. I feel like a lot of times in these type of movies, that character's there to give like some advice and to be the soundboard and to be the like moment where the main character realized their faults or whatever it is. And then that's it. But there's a scene when Mary's in, in, in involved in the movie and then, you know, they drop her off somewhere and you're like, okay, I guess we're not going to see her again. And then she literally is like, no, no, come. Like, I need help getting up to where you drop me off. And I was like, huh. And then you see her inside where she gets dropped off. Mm-hmm. And that, I thought, was just so well done. It added such a beautiful layer. And I, and maybe many, I bet you there was many people that were like, you should just cut all of that because Mary's not the main character of this movie. So why do you need any of that? And and I, I really appreciated it. that. I but it's what allows her to be—it's what allows her to be a full character with a full right. arc, and yeah. allows her to be complex. And and uh, you know, and uh, you know, you you it makes and, it really and, uh, beautiful. And, and because you get to know her so well, you know what she's struggling with, what she's dealing with. She is better able to complement the arcs of the of of the of Paul Giamatti and the and the. Angus, Kid, Dominic, whatever. Uh, what's his name in the movie? Angus. Um, Angus. Ag- Angus yeah. It's um, hard right. to have a movie with Paul Giamatti in it and remember the name of that character unless it's Pig Vomit yeah. from Private Party. Exactly, 100%. Um, and to that end, I was going to say about his character, what was so cool about his character is that, yes, it's a character that needs to grow and experiences tremendous amount of growth, but he himself is so complex in that this is a person who does operate with an enormous amount of compassion and integrity and empathy. He does, but it's just who he chooses to bestow it on, right? Certain people are worthy of his compassion and empathy and certain people aren't. And the growth that he has to Although I do think he has, I do he think he does have a bit of a good judge of character. No, he does. Uh, he he does have a good judge of character, but he's all, but he's also prejudiced in his own way. Like he, you know, he has a good judge of character, but he automatically looks at these kids oh, and right. 
you know, and he has a prejudice against them and he needs to, you know, work through that to get to really know this kid and be able to help them. I, I also like that he's not this magical mentor. No, you, like we, like you often see, like his. I, I, there's a scene where he, it's very clear that he's also he lies or he like in front of the kid, and the and and you don't. I just didn't expect that where he's, you know, he very he much has his, own, he has his own shame, his own his issues. own yeah, his own issues, and he's not this like infallible person. Um, and he makes their pairing even better just makes it so much more layered that's the that, the ongoing bit of entre new entre new entre new yeah. and so and pain is so good alexander Payne is so good and it was less so in this movie this movie had a lot more heart and sensitivity than his other films where the awkwardness is so awful like it it's painful it's truly painful the awkwardness or the difficulty in some of the scenes for these characters and in his previous films um and this one had a lot more heart but there that's still threaded through and when it appears it's just you know like when when um Giamatti can't help but like speak in latin like I, it's just i'm like shut up. like it's so embarrassing for him of just like just not being aware of you know like social norms of like if you like talk in latin at a bar people are going to be like he, that line he's like I would like to abide your thirst and call this a dojo or whatever it is. Like his very complicated way of saying, I want to buy you a drink. I want to buy you a drink and let's forget all this happened. Which is funny because some of the other characters Paul Giamatti plays, that's just the way they talk. And that's the reality. Like Chuck Rhodes lives in a reality where he talks that way and nobody thinks it's weird. Right, um, <laughs> right. With the most academic, so, extreme way of and speaking, and another, that's another. So, all right. So you have Paul Giamatti, who's such a powerhouse, who's phenomenal in this role, right? And then imagine being that kid who's playing Tully, who's like never really been in a movie before. Like he's never been in a movie, and it's like, oh, you're just going to spend every single every single scene. scene of this movie from beginning to end with Paul Giamatti, like. And that's cry insane. multiple times. And have to cry multiple times. <laughs> like that's huge. That's like a that's a big undertaking. Yeah. And, and, and uh, shout out to indie movies in, in in the fact that if you have a massive budget, you can pick whoever you want, pretty much, right? And if you can't get that one, you get the next one. But mm-hmm. an indie movie, you're gonna spend like, and you're still you're Alexander Payne. You're gonna spend your money on Paul Giamatti. Because that's his guy. Like they, I mean, they obviously have worked together before. And the making it a period piece that costs a lot of money. And you need to open to a cast of unknowns because you can't pay is this, everyone millions. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the genesis of this. It, is this an independent it, movie? Yeah. I don't know. I think it is. Hmm. It looks I like an indie. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's yeah. Well, yeah, it's Miramax. Is what it said at the beginning, right? Did I make that up? Yeah, it did say Miramax, but I thought that might have been just for the seventies feel. <laughs> so sure. No, Miramax. Didn't <laughs> Miramax is like a night is like big in the nineties. Um, um, you know, regardless, it's not a massive budget movie. 
let's say. It's not the same budget as Mission Impossible or whatever. It's okay. not a I, I see what you're saying there. And I think, yeah, you... No one's no one's giving Alexander Payne two hundred and fifty million dollars to make his movie, even if it is a studio. And I assume that that's what, unless it's like an absolute only creative choice. I think that that's really cool that there's certain things that come out of that environment when when you're making a movie or when you're getting to watch a movie that you know has limitations. Um, mm-hmm. And and the fact that it all takes place at the school. Most of it takes place at the school. I Mostly, guess there's a part of not, it in, in I mean, Boston, but like a um, significant chunk where they're yeah, out where on they're, the road. And but like all the parts in the school I thought were really cool. This like old timey didn't it remind you of our high school though? It did remind us me a little bit of our high school. It did for sure. Lot. All those like paintings. Oh, your high school, dudes. the fancy high school you went to, not the yeah, high school I went our, to. Our you know, it reminds me a lot school. of our high school. <laughs> um but but yeah, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. And it wasn't depressing. No. It was had sad moments, but it wasn't depressing. And I honestly I can't handle very much right now. Okay. So I really appreciate it. So let's get into some Friday Night Movie games here. Mm-hmm. If you could be a holdover with a fictitious character. Who would you want to be hel- fictitious? So you can't I would never have teacher? been. I would never would have been at the boarding school to begin with. Because I, I know, stuff but like that. if you had been a holdover over over winter break, which admittedly is like, I don't know, there's a little bit of fun having the school to yourself, hanging out. But who would you like? You be mean with like another kid or anyone? Any or fictitious character? An adult. It can be. It can be Cedric Diggory if you want to, Becky. Lily doesn't know. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's from Harry Potter. I figured one of you was just going to say an airbender. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah, I'll hold over with Aang. We'd have so much fun. That's a good person. That's a good holder. Firebend or whatever he does. Well, he can do all the bendings. Which Well, there you go. He can bend all the things. Because he's a... Avatar. Shy's gonna be with Cedric, who could only. No, I was just. I figured. I was. Who are you gonna pick? Luke I mentioned Skywalker the Harry guy? Potter person in tribute to my. Daughter. Shy, are you picking? Are you picking Luke Skywalker? I pick grumpy old Luke oh, Skywalker. I was gonna say, young from, Luke Skywalker is so whiny. Imagine grumpy old Luke Skywalker from the Last Jedi. Even though I don't like that movie, I do like that character a lot. And, and I just like mm-hmm. I would want to like hang out with him and learn from him and warm his little. Jedi heart, you know, ha- have him come out That's of the cave, great. learn a life lesson or two from me, and then I'd learn from I, him how I, to pick up I rocks would, with my brain. Um, I'd hold over with Bridget Jones. Really? Yeah. I love. Yeah, she's like you know drinking lots and making sweaters. Like, that like ha- yeah, and like having fun in the kitchen and just like making that blue soup or whatever, just like running blue amok. Soup. Yeah, she turns the soup. She has to like tie the vegetables with string. And have you never seen Bridget Jones's Diary? Like once oh when it came out. God. No, I think truthfully, if I did have to Excellent pick someone, I would want to hold over with, um, like, either I'm thinking like either has to be someone who's nice and fun. I'm thinking like John Favreau from the movie Chef, because then we could just like hang out and make delicious food in that giant kitchen. Talk about it's the seventies. It's the what? 70s. It's just meatloaf, Becky. <laughs> That's the only people are making with ketchup. Oh, no, Mary's making great food. Famous, 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 famous chef. 
Mary Big chef. Oh, Mary, Mary, yeah, Mary is, but that's Mary. I'm so just then, so then maybe famed chef Alice Waters and I are hanging out because that's kind of like you know, I guess when she was famous, a young budding chef making delicious farm to but you're, then you're right, we only have what's in the walk in. All right, maybe we're maybe we're airbending <laughs> for uh for two what's weeks. In the walk in, that's true. Okay, now right. let's say now there there are there are these great supporting characters of varying degrees. Let's say you were Angus and you could pick why one. Why is my sorry? Why is my screen the bigger one? I don't know why. I just because you were talking a lot before. We can go back to normal. So. There we go. Yeah, let's go back to that. I'm getting, yeah. Thank you. I know Lily looks like she was the main the yeah, star. Yes. We can put Becky in the big box now. Mm-hmm. I did put makeup on for the occasion. Okay, there we go. Makeup Muscle. Becky. So much better in the big box than the small box for the record. So um, let's leave you. I think I the opposite. I like you in the big box. So let's let's now if you were Angus and you could or you were you and you had to you could have picked one of those kids to not get to leave. Like not to ruin oh, their that hot football guy obviously. i didn't put him on the obviously. list for that reason because he's obviously. the obvious easy one to pick obviously oh. so nice so and much fun he has a so car cute. and he's so oh. cute and his dad is yeah. a helicopter and right yeah and his sure dad has a helicopter please okay so no. he's not in the running no no so you have three it's byron and meh you have teddy Kuntz, the dick um you have alex allerman these are the character names who's the the, the young Mormon. one well, the Mormon. I, the, Mormon the Mormon is one way to describe him. He's also the one who uh, loses his snitches. Gloves? No, he he loses his oh, gloves. He snitches. he snitches. There's a few different right. things that are are about his character. Right. And then there is Yijun Park, played by the great Jim Kaplan, who right. um, uh, you know has an emotional time. It's not so easy for him there. So, which of these kids do you want to be held over? What's your order? Your by rent and your man. Okay, so I'm buying Jim for a few reasons, which is Park, the, the kid Park, because I think he's the one that would be most open to really making a friend and building special memories because he's been so lonely. And if we were stuck there for two weeks, we could get into all sorts of shenanigans and have so much fun together and really build like a true friendship that would be life changing. You know, that's and then maybe you get like invited on a trip to meet his family. Right, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Then Korea, you could go travel, you with would him. travel. Oh, it'd be really cool. Then but, I'm gonna pick yeah. what my rent is the Mormon kid because even though he seems like a little annoying, it, I would have like so many questions, and it would be a great opportunity to have them all be answered. He seems like he really wants to tell he, you about. He did. He was telling everybody right. He corrected underwear. Yeah, yeah, right. He corrected. Yeah, yeah. So, that's so I feel like you you'd have really great conversations, and you can learn a lot. That's true. And Definitely, you wouldn't, you wouldn't throw his glove away. I absolutely would not throw his glove away. I mean, it was like, a bit him into town and help him buy a new glove. Other glove but what? Yeah, and I then and nice. then, man, obviously, Coons, he's so rude and mean, and I just feel like it would be so miserable if I got. Was it like, is, okay, it is funny the way he gets his comeuppance at the end of the movie. <laughs> he I does very. It's so that. satisfying when a villain gets their comeuppance. Yeah, he wasn't like <laughs> a major it. character in the end, but I enjoyed that comeuppance. But it was like, it was a small comeuppance, but it was just that like overconfidence that he yeah. has just biting him in the ass. That's great. Right. Okay. I would say that I'm going to flip Kuntz and the Mormon kid because snitches get stitches. So I'm <laughs> manning that kid. 
And I want to believe that I, if I had two weeks with that little shit, I might be able to like whip him into some shit. Lily, Lily likes a misfit. Lily likes a misfit. Okay. That now let's. Asshole. So holdovers, I give it a buy. Oh yeah, buy for sure. Oh yeah, buy absolute buy. Yeah, no, I love it. And, and I think, and I think, um, I think divine joy. I, 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 you know, forever oh, I was championing She's America wonderful. Ferreira, and I, and I think it would be great if she won an Oscar. No. But I think Divine nah. wins the Oscar. Oh, she, yeah. Like, I watched this movie, and I forgot about every other performance this year. And I was like, oh, she should win an Oscar. She's amazing. A hundred percent. Paul Giamatti, I'd like to see him do it. It's hard to tell with the way Oscars politics. I'd love to see him win at some point. But there's a lot of Oppenheimer days. happening these days. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Let's get into our... Shoutouts and Rex, Becky. What have you been watching? I feel like you've been sneaking out to the movies a lot lately. Um, I talked already about Wonka, how I saw that and loved it. Um, and then I also saw Migration, which was really—it's like a fun, cute watch with the kids. Like I'm not saying we're going to rewatch it a bunch, but like for a one-time watch. Is um, it animated? I don't know that movie. It's an animated movie. Kumail Nanjiani is the lead actor, oh, and right. um. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Banks, and they're re- they're really, really, really funny together. Um, and then for the first time, so we go to the Alamo always to see our movies. And when we were there seeing Migration, there was an ad for a special screening they're going to be doing of The Greatest Showman, which is that Hugh Jackman, Barnum and Bailey, like P.T. Barnum movie, right? And because they're going to be doing like a special screening of it where it's a sing-along. And we saw the preview and Miri and I were like, what? This movie looks amazing. So we went home and and we watched it. Absolutely loved it. Like we both- Mom has been trying to get us to watch it for years. And we're going to go- Back in a couple weeks to the theater to watch it again on the big kids, screen. My kids really like that movie, and Zach Efron is the reason why they watched it. It's so great. Um, Miri, who's seen High School Musical, she refers. She has her own names for all the characters. So Hugh Jackman is the ringmaster, and then Zach Efron she calls uh, musical boy. Body. She calls him musical boy. That's that's what musical a lot of people. Boy from, from that's high what school a lot musical. of people. That's why he did the Iron Claw, so people will yeah, stop calling musical boy. Musical but boy. I have to say, it's fantastic. And there's gonna be um, at least at the Alamo near us, uh, near where we live in Arlington. There's gonna be a sing along screening in a couple weeks, and we got our tickets, and we're so excited to go see it on the big screen. Well, that's, that's very great. cool. I, I'll just add. Yeah. Do you want me to actually get tickets for your oh, kids, John? Don't, uh, I don't know. We gotta ask them. Tony Dobish piped in. By the way, said he'd hold over with Forrest Gump. Lots of stories, endless oh. chocolate, Dr. Pepper, and shrimp, which I think is, that's a great one. Oh, that's Lily, a great one. Lily, what have you been that's watching? Um, I had a really good run there for a minute. I watched a lot of things. Oh, and then I'm I also watching that. one more thing that I can't talk about because it's under embargo. But I'm very excited for when I think we you can just can't review it. it. You can say it. No, I'm not going to say what it is. No, no, no. Oh, don't I don't want to get in trouble. Don't, don't get me kicked. But I'm off. so excited for when we can talk about it. Okay. Um. Okay. I saw. Um. Suitable flesh. Uh, me too. I watched it. Also, the same a day 70s. Yeah, no, a 70s. It's more of like, well, I guess it's the 70s. Yeah, but it also felt yeah. kind of 90s at the same time. I get, yeah. Well, no, I would say that it's not it doesn't take place in the seventies. I think it's very nineties, but it it's an homage to like the types of horror that you that were popular. Arthur Crampton, in the 70s. who was in the Reanimator, produced it. 
Right. And right. It, it stars her, Heather Graham, Judah Lewis, who Judah Lewis. plays multiple plays multiple big, people in this. Big Judah Lewis fan. He's huge. He's, he's, he's possessed, he's and so he has to play a few different characters, and he is um, great. Yeah, it was. If this is your thing, I would say like if this is like body swap horror is not your thing, don't watch it. But if it's your thing, yeah, it's you like a good movie. And 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 it there's some there's some beheading. There's a lot of blood towards the end. Yeah, yeah. The the end really brings it. Yeah. Um, so and Heather Graham, I love Heather Graham. Yeah, she's so great, um, and gorgeous. My God, that woman is amazing. She's so beautiful. Um, watching Reacher on Amazon Prime, which the first scene is the first season so good. The second season is like you get what you pay for. It's you know if you need a, just like a very hunky dude, um, kicking ass and solving mysteries, then this is what you signed up for. Yeah, and I would say it's like what the doctor ordered in my household this week. I, I think it's, it's like the, exactly what we need. Allie and, and Allie and I enjoyed watching it, but the first season was. Like really good and really surprisingly good. Really high, and smart. I want to believe that this is the same thing that happens to so many shows like Friday Night Lights and a million other shows where the second season is just like, wait, now what do we do? We made the perfect first season. And I hope that like they can kind of raise the bar a bit for season three, but I'm still enjoying it. Um, so, I can't yeah, wait till you it. start. I, how many episodes are you in? I'm like almost done. I have one left. Oh, okay. So you've watched the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, don't I'm you think that the what do you think of the catchphrase don't mess with the special investigators? Because they say it it's, a lot in that show. A lot. They say it a lot, and it, it's, it feels like 12-year-olds wrote this script. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like 12-year-olds wrote the script for like these like badass soldier guys um solving crimes. Um they do say it a lot. They also say the 110 a lot, like their unit from the military. <laughs> They say the 110 so much. I'm worried there aren't other words in the, like, there's no other words besides don't mess with the special investigator in that season. How, it's not strong on the script. Because this is going to segue into my list here. From Yeah, you have a good list. From really a, but I love, so I love the character. I love the actor who plays him. And I want to see another, I'm, I'm uh, 100% Jeff, in on another I, season. Yeah, I'm in on another season. 100% in. Yeah, 100% in. Yeah. Reacher well, that's is all that matters fun. in the end. It's, it's a lot of matters. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but on a scale of there's a lot of fighting, and that's like at night when my husband, like he, he's stressed right now, and like just like a lot of like fun fight scenes, and he's always like, Oh, that guy knows how to punch. <laughs> oh, that that oh yeah, that that's how you hold a knife. So I'm like, you know what? Let's give the man what he wants. <laughs> it's fine. On a scale of Dan Aykroyd to Cole's bookstore. How Canadian wow. is his love interest in the movie? In the, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd to Cole's bookstore in, in his in, show. In so the first, so when you she, see so that, he well, she's approaches her. It. I loved her. She's in. great. He approaches her when at, at, at the car rental or something. At some point, he approaches her and she turns around and talks. And I just go, she's Canadian. 
<laughs> so she's, are you saying so she's like Ringolo level or Joe Louis level or yeah, maybe Canadian. even Mae West? Like she's Mae West? just ketchup, so Canadian. I, a ketchup chip would be very oh, high ranking oh, Canadian. Sorry, I forgot. Like, hello, I saw Saltburn this week. But I can't Ooh, talk about it when I either one of you. I heard it's you know crazy I, and I don't I, want to go crazy. I feel it like so crazy. I feel like now I've got to watch it so we can do an episode about it. Absolutely. Well, I have to watch it too. Let's do it. Is but it I, a, did I talk? Wait, is it a I talked about how I saw like, what is it? I'm like that. Right? You did. That was a long time ago, yeah. Becky. We do the show every <laughs> week. Yeah, Becky's. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> All right. My list. Um, oh, do you have more? Saltburn. No, so no. Let's, say, let's, let's let's make a date. Let's, yeah. let's do a saltburn episode sometime soon. We but also I have to do. I don't want you of... coming into this. I don't want you coming into this being like I hated it. No, I think I'm already gonna like it because I... I'm intrigued. Okay. You have to. Just but get I've heard it. from a lot of people there are things you can't unsee in this movie. Nope. But I really liked X, and X was like you like that haunts my dreams all the That's time a, it's similar in that like yeah there's i think i would say there's similarities in some of the weird uh, stuff okay so i have Maybe. been i've been on my elliot gould um on my elliot gould run i watched who from 1974 which is where elliot gould plays an fbi guy investigating a man in a metal mask who's come back from being kidnapped with the russians and they don't know who he is huh what do you think i I love him, but I've never even heard of that movie. No, no, no. It's a very obscure movie. I thought it was awesome. Our friend Aaron Levine recommended it. Then The Silent Partner, which on a scale of Cavendish Mall to um, uh, <laughs> Rockaberry, Rockaberry Pie is oh, the Neon. most Canadian thing I've seen in the movie. Is this, is, so this is another movie with Elliot Gould. This is 1978. He plays a guy who essentially like spontaneously participates in a bank robbery and then all of the like the anxiety in his life like starts building and he becomes more and more bold having committed this crime but then he gets involved with all these like horrific things including christopher Plummer, who plays like a psycho like a bona fide sadistic psycho in this that movie does take place inside a coles right what so that movie the movie starts and i see the eaton center and i'm like oh boy how are they gonna i guess in the 70s <laughs> no one even tried to make new york look like new york and then he works in <laughs> the bank and he starts thumbing the bills out and they're all different colors. Christopher Plummer just went home at can, night. You can see John A. McDonald's face on the $10 bills. And then, but then they admit that the movie's in Toronto and you do see a Cole's bookstore in it. Anyways, again, it, it was that slow 70s thing, but a really good thriller. Saw Suitable Flesh, started at Vlad's recommendation, Fired on Mars, which is an animated oh, that's show. Great. Oh, I've Mac. also been watching that. I've also been watching What's that. that? Really I don't funny. know about that. It's, it's really funny. like a dark animated comedy. Um, oh, you it, guys love animated shows. And it has that adult swim vibe. And then last night, Allie and but I. But really, you like it. Luke Wilson does the main voice. Ah, I love Luke, Luke Wilson, Pamela Alden. I forget. Uh, and Adlon, 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 Adlon. Yeah, Adlon. I always say Alden. And then last night, Allie and I started. I we watched the first two episodes of the final season of Letter Kenny, and I can report back that they were excellent, and they're both hilarious. What is that? Hilarious. Season twenty-seven. Season twelve. Season, 12. season 12. And it's excellent and hilarious. And there's also a really interesting sort of character arc conflict going on that I'm enjoying, and I feel like is sort of like long overdue. So great. Uh, um, I'm, you know, I'm sad there's only four episodes left, but sun darts is all I got to right. say. And on with that, that note, thank you everybody for listening. 
This has been a fun live episode. Sign up for our Substack. Go to Friday Night Movie or Friday Friday Night. If you want to, if you missed the beginning and you want to hear how I almost peed on the, well, peed a little bit on the show. Listen from the beginning tomorrow when it go to at Friday Night Movie or go FridayMovie.com at Friday Night Movie on socials and sign up for our Substack and get the weekly recommendations and other fun things. Uh, And check out the video Becky and I just launched of us tasting out the delicious pagels from Bedrock Bakers and our dear friend Steve Friedman, the inventor of the pagel. So check that out. I can't wait to try some when I visit. They are delicious. Have a great day. Bye. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.